This episode of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by the 2017 Greek Island Longevity Retreat to Ikaria, the island where people forget to die. To find out more and to join Damien, myself, and an intimate group of 100 Not Outers, go to www.100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the sensational co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the doyen of drugs. It's Dr. Damien Christoph. <laughs> the I'm only joking, mate. I'm only joking. Wow, I what a title. Cringed. Yeah. You can take that one back. You There's are been only anything, a few you can take back. Anything but. Actually, I was almost going to be so slanderous and say that someone else would be the doing of drugs. And I thought, we don't need a court case on our hands just yet. So <laughs> That's true. you won't take me to court for being slanderous. Because no. that was completely slanderous. You are anything but the dawn of drugs. But true. if there's anything that I do know is that if you want to know more about the true Damien Christoph, come along to the very first two-day live event you and I have ever done together hey. in our whole entire life. It's the 100 Not Out Lifestyle Live. It's in Melbourne, November 12 and 13. All the details at 100notout.com. But Damo, as I said, you're anything but the dawn of drugs. When we were recently together, you said, we must talk about drugs versus supplements mm. and and the possible combination or almost confusion that people are making mm. and using one as another and another as one and all of the rest of it. Would you be happy to expand on this? Because as I say, this is something that I can tell by the tone of your voice when you said it is very dear to your heart. I think it was topical at the time. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And you know, because we don't always catch up on a weekly basis anymore and we're recording all of these all in one big batch. Yeah, I have to, you know, get things off my chest, and so you know, for, you know, you get the opportunity to write those things down, which I'm very grateful for. So recently, you know, I was in San Francisco, and when I was in San Francisco, I did my talk, and I spoke about um, energy versus intelligence. I spoke about there being an intelligence in food, and uh, and I, I spoke about information um, inside food as well as inside supplements and pharmaceutical drugs. That's information. That's basically a set of instructions, but there's no intelligence to it, right? So uh, th there was that. Anyway, I got off the stage and the next speaker came up and he said, what an idiot that bloke was talking about me saying, how could you say that we don't need supplements? And I was like, WTF, you monkey. Like, I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I didn't say you don't need supplements and I certainly didn't say you don't need drugs. And so what I, my whole thing was, if you're going to put the information into your body, you've got to have the intelligence in your body as well. So, you know, obviously from a chiropractic perspective, we talk about innate intelligence and ensuring that the flow of intelligence from the brain, um, and as we just learned from Marvin Oka, uh, the intelligence from the brain, from the heart and from the gut um, mm -hmm. should all be in proper communication, you know, synergistic communication, which is what chiropractic focuses on, right? So through the adjustment of the spine. Anyway, I then wanted to, I suppose, make a very, very clear distinction between what was intelligent and what was informative or what was information. Information's what you would find in a book. Intelligence is what comes from the relationship to the intelligence through something that is in, also information through something that is intelligent. In other words, just because you've got a book sitting over there, we've got Mitch Elbin's book over there, two of them, both of them, we've got Tuesdays with Murray, 
and and the magic strings of Frankie Presto. We've got those two books. Just because they're there doesn't mean that Marcus is any more intelligent, mm. even though he's touched them. Basically, he's just held information, and unless he reads that information and determines what that information means, nothing else comes from it. So I wanted to, I suppose, talk about that because we know that intelligence is in living food, but information is in all things, right? So people take information into their body all the time. But the way you're, the way you're talking almost makes me feel like it's a um, one must come first, and that is that if we look at the world, intelligence is everywhere, and yeah. then we extract information from that so if you look at say a pharmaceutical drug they extract a piece of information from that intelligence but only one bit which then doesn't make it as intelligent because it doesn't um doesn't constructively cooperate with everything else that it requires necessarily yeah if we get look at other bits of intelligence this the, uh sorry this information came from the intelligence which is mitch album which came from the intelligence which is the world which mitch lives in and the rest that's right and this is one bit of information this is another bit of information and so on but what i gather that gets your goat up is that most people are thinking that that this is the bee's knees and they're forgetting it's almost like they're forgetting first cause they're forgetting what is it that creates the information and there wouldn't be any information if it wasn't for the intelligence Think about what this book is. It's a representation of part of the intelligence of Mitch Album. Hmm. He's been able to put that together. So whether we're talking about white willow bark, otherwise known as aspirin, so white willow bark being the herb originally, or the plant originally, and then aspirin was extracted by that from the Nicholas family, they then turned that piece of intelligence into information. It's not too much different to yeast extract or brewer's yeast that uh, we might go, oh, I just need some B1, and we just take the vitamin B1 out of that. We've now got some information that's come out of the yeast, which was a living organism, and we've just taken the B vitamin out of that, and we now use that B vitamin as a nutraceutical as opposed to a pharmaceutical. So can we flip this? Because yeah. you just, and you, you led into it beautifully right there, as you always tend to do. You spoke about the nutraceutical. You spoke about, um, say, B1, for example, but there's other people after CoQ10 or B6 or B12 or the rest of it. Yep. And these people, they would say are very healthy people. And sure. they would say, look, I had a great diet, but I know that I'm deficient in b12 so i take this or i yep. take coq10 or the rest of it so can you then temper it or just shift gears for people and go you're not um supplement bashing you're not inf information bashing um because again from what i understand you sense that some people are now they're they're kind of overdoing it on the supplements yeah yeah so you're right i'm 100 I'm not supplement bashing at all in fact i think it's very important that people get more information into their bodies because i know that you would recommend supplements to people i do and i take supplements myself yeah. so i you know i take my fish oil i take my coq10 i take my magnesium the, i could go I, into the kitchen right there and get the basket you'll see it how many things there. are in there you know so i take lots of different things however i do make sure and i maintain that those foods or those nutrients would be better in real live food you know, if I was able to consume all of that real life food. Mm. And given that we have different modern day stresses and different stressors every single day um, that I have to deal with, um, my body has to combat or whatever, integrate extra piece of information, help me to, you know, make that better for my body, you know, so that it's more like a stress as opposed to a distress. Is it more like adding piece 98, 99 and 100 into a puzzle that you've already filled the first 97 pieces in? That's the way I like to look at it. That's right, that's nice. Very good. Is it? No, good. I just want because I Great wanted metaphor. to understand it. So, well, you know, I think in one of the podcasts today we said that the whole is not the same. You know, is greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah. 
Um, was that the you know, one think, plus one equals two? Yes, yeah. One plus one equals four, and right? all the rest of it. Yeah. That's right. So um, it, it's very difficult to say that if, in fact, we know this to be the case, if I got a B vitamin supplement, put that on some cotton wool, gave it some water, what would happen to that B vitamin supplement? I don't know. Nothing. And so <laughs> the, the B vitamins, nothing can happen from those B vitamins because there's, no, there's only just information. There's no intelligence. Yeah. There's no DNA and there's no um, cellular structure, no enzymatic reactions that's going to make that B vitamin turn into anything other than just a set of instructions now, just liquefied. As opposed to if I took a seed from, say, the bag of forage and put that on some cotton wool, gave it some water and put it in front of the, the sun, you know, what forage tree. I'll get a forage tree. I start to grow bags of forage. That's a cheap way to do it. Maybe I should just do that. So, uh, but you would, you know, you can give life to stuff that has intelligence. You can't give life to stuff that's just information. Mm. And so, when you have to use information in an intelligent system, you end up using energy. And so, in order to use energy, if you're not actually putting energy back into the body, in other words, you're not putting back organizational systems like information and intelligence, so living food. Like the not, whole food. The yeah. whole food. If you're not putting yeah. that into it, then you'll become fatigued. So I often found when people were having protein shakes as their meal replacement, mm. that they were really tired. They might be burning fat and mm. getting rid of a whole lot of, you know, dumping lots of triglycerides into the bloodstream, feeling fantastic, getting into ketosis, brain clarity, losing weight, blah, 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 all that great stuff. But they were tired because they didn't have enough energy they had heaps of fuel mm. but not enough energy and so there's a big difference there but the reason why i wanted to talk about you know supplements and 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 pharmaceutical drugs or uh, drug-based interventions is that they are almost one in the same now some of us will say well nutraceuticals are more natural and they're safer and yes absolutely i, I agree with that um they may not be more natural but they're most certainly safer yeah um, a lot less side effects come from nutraceuticals than from pharmaceuticals. We know that the list of side effects or other effects of the drug um, are listed in, in pharmaceutical drugs and there's really no other you know, downside. In fact, in Australia and in the US and in New Zealand, where you're, wherever you're listening to this, there's such tight regulation around nutraceuticals that basically if a nutraceutical is going to cause a side effect that's dangerous, it won't be allowed on the market. So the, 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 so the um, restrictions on nutraceuticals are more... Um, strict for a better term than pharmaceuticals 100 percent. wow 100 percent. that's fascinating isn't it it seems like reverse psychology or reverse intelligence or something but it just seems silly yeah that something well, which is more consequential when it's like you know it's more powerful or whatever the word it's more consequential yeah and in a downward sense can pass through more easily than something which doesn't have consequence if you have too many so to speak well this is the furphy of the word science and so this will upset some people and you know potentially they're ready to rumble. There's might, no PC in the building. Might get some people upset here because science can be used both for and against you, right? And we know that. And there's no disputing the fact that you can rig science to give you the whatever results that you want. Um, and what we learn, and you know, there's various movies that have been made about this, documentaries that have been made about this. One of those was called Bought. And it talks about the way in which the scientific community is funded by pharmaceutical giants. And so then you start to think, well, okay, well, if all this money is coming from the pharmaceutical giants, would they be publishing results that are not favorable, given that it's a corporate you know, decision to go and get funding? The reality is, of course, you're not going to do that. Why would you publish something that's not going to paint you in favorable light? So you're looking for research that's going to support what's going on. Now, because you can put a patent on a pharmaceutical drug on a combination of, of ingredients, there's money in that. You find yourself a patent, you can make billions and billions and billions of dollars. Even if it's dangerous, even if you can kill people, you might pay a fine, out of court settlement, it could be $6 billion. 
but you still might make $10 billion in profit from the sale of that drug, regardless of whether or not you had to pay a fine of $6 billion and you know, you've been criminal in doing mm. it. Can't do that with nutraceuticals because you can't get a patent on a vitamin. So it's a very, very difficult playing field, different playing field. You're not looking at people doing research on vitamin B1 to the same extent that people are doing research on statin drugs, for example. Not that I'm saying that they do the same thing, but what I'm saying is that you're not, there's not the funding for it. What we though need to understand is that vitamins can also be used as pharmaceutical drugs. And so we see that people do high dosing vitamins. And in fact, there are medical doctors out there, integrated GPs that use vitamins as as pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Essentially, like they high dose vitamin, high C, dose vitamin or, C, IV yeah. vitamin C, IV uh, B vitamins. Yeah. And they create an effect within the body that's based on instructions going into the body in such high amounts that the body has nothing there's, there's no defense to it. So it actually has to act in a particular way based on the quantity of information going into it. So mm. we're basically talking about powerful signals from pharmaceutical or nutraceutical intervention. So this is where I want people to be careful of it. You know, just think, okay, well, am I doing food first or am I doing vitamin and nutritional intervention first and then whacking food in there later? This is important. Just, just uh, because we've been, we're saying that how uh, a lot of our recordings in this, uh, I suppose, um, season of 100 Not Out has been building one on top of the other. Based on our discussion with Marvin Oka and the power of breathing, do you feel in your own philosophy that um, sometimes we go to supplementation too quickly and we don't work on other lifestyle habits? Like his biggest recommendation to even shift a whole paradigm around our life is to be better at breathing. Um, do you feel that we we are making a uh, like just an or decision? It's drugs or it's um, supplements, but it, it's kind of nothing else. Do you feel that's happening too often? Yeah, our lifestyle is a great question, mate. Our lifestyles kind of um, predetermined that taking a pill will cure your ill, right? So you get to choose whether you're going to take a drug-based pill or you're going to take a nutrient-based pill. And, uh, and that's so short-sighted because really what it requires is a lifestyle intervention. So Marvin spoke about um, mindfulness being a... That intervention. Yeah, it was an intervention, but he also said it was something that you needed to know, you needed to be able to, um, you know, just do. Yeah. Like it was, what was the word? So what you're saying, you, well, become competent? It was a, a competency. competency. It was yeah. a competency, yes as opposed to just an intervention. Hmm. So we, as westernized civilization, look for interventions yes. that are really, really easy. You know, so it's- As in a technique. Yep, yep. a technique, that's yep. right. So I'll go and walk, or I'll go and you know, meditate, or I'll go and yoga, or I'll yep. go and nutrient, or I'll go and drug, or I'll go and surgery. Yep. And so you do these kinds of things as your intervention. It requires a whole lifestyle change. And then, you know, he did speak about neural behaviors and neural patterning, um, and that takes time, right? So we know that it takes a long time for a child to learn how to walk. In fact, it takes its whole life until the age of one to learn how to walk. That's a lot of neural integration. Absolutely. You think about all the other things that you learn from then until where we are now, and if you had to relearn stuff and you had to reorganize stuff, it takes a long time. It took a lifetime for that baby to learn how to walk at that point in time, yeah. you know, which is, Forever, really. And this is probably why people are so hard on themselves whenever they go to make a shift in their lifestyle. They're not actually allowing the patients for neural patterning 
to occur. So they go, I'll exercise at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. And they do it for the first two days. And on the third day, they let go. Because it's raining. Yeah. And a child yeah. would never do that when they're learning to walk. No. They just get up and then do it again the next day, do it again the next day, and, until it's actually, like you said, become patterned or conditioned or, or the rest of it. Yeah. Um, competency. So how do you think people go, all right, and I'm just going to assume based on 100 Not Out um, profile that most of our people would say, if I was toxic in one thing, it would be more supplements than uh than drugs i'm just going to put that out there as a general nature what do you think um people go all right maybe i am relying too much on you know certain vitamins or supplements or minerals or whatever to uh feel better how do you think people go about making the shift to go well it doesn't always have to be one or the other it could be something else think of a patient that comes in because i'm sure you get people coming in essentially with this type of um choice that they need to make I do, absolutely. I think the key thing is the understanding that all of it's important. That's that's really important to understand, but one's not more important than the other, mm. apart from the fact that food's way more important than anything else. You know what I mean? So if you're not eating and you're not eating well, then you shouldn't expect that your body's gonna you know, treat you well. Mm. You know, if you're eating poorly and you know you're eating poorly and you're beating yourself up over eating poorly, that's very, very tough on your body. But I would suggest that you start to eat well. Obviously, then we know that the integration of you know, um, purposefulness, yeah. uh, engagement, and movement are the significant pillars in terms of your overall health and well-being. But I think, and I want to just go back to this little thing: is that nutraceuticals should be used as an intervention in the short term, not necessarily the yeah. long term. We shouldn't have to require the utilization of nutrients and supplements for the whole of our life. Now, there will be some things that are interesting and some things that are beneficial um, and there was there was there were times in our life there were times where we thought that we needed to take truckloads of fish oil you know at one point i was told that i should be recommending about a thousand milligrams of fish oil for every 10 kilograms of people's body weight wow. in other words people could be taking anywhere between seven and ten or even 15 capsules 1000 milligram capsules of fish oil now that's that's got to be marketing spin and rhetoric however that's what I was taught, and so that's what I kind of believed, and so I thought, well, that's what we've got to do. The reality is, is that our body uses really small amounts of these all the time, and we can influence our body to do things differently. And we see this with kids on the autism spectrum, and we see you know, people who are depressed, or we see people with gastrointestinal dysfunction, we see all these sorts of things, and they do respond to large doses of certain nutrients, but we've still got to try and identify where the causative problems are coming from. Um, rather than actually just going, well, okay, we've found that there's a problem, don't know what the cause is, but here's a solution. You know, it's kind of a little bit too bitsy and a bit too mechanistic. We're not looking at things holistically. No, the, the big picture. That's right, um, vitalistically. So for the people that go, all right, I, um, I'm eating well um, and I am, you know, uh, doing what I love and moving and engaging in the rest, I'm probably thinking, to be honest, like I know that um, now that we've had a chat with Sarah, I, I, with uh, Marvin, I think of my wife, Sarah, yep. who... Eats well. She's a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Love you, babe. She eats well. <laughs> she does what she loves. She loves being a mum. Yep. Um, she probably moves more incidentally than what we would say a structured, you know, exercise type of thing. She moves more incidentally and um, she does have social engagement. But I know that she feels short of breath when, again, when more the tough stuff comes up. Kid running late, she doesn't love rushing or, or anything like that. So that's when she notices a shortness of breath. Um, do you, so is that a vitamin deficiency? Well, I, my view is, I, that's why I think I really resonated with what Marvin was talking about in that 
I think perhaps if she can really have some time to consciously improve that breath because I would say pre-kids we did a lot of deep breathing work together like before we'd have a meal together we take de 10 deep breaths um, but naturally uh, oh, I shouldn't say naturally but now that we have children um, we don't generally take 10 deep breaths before we have a meal mm. could be a good idea even mm. if we did two or three yeah um, but I do think that it's something to consider because that's that picture yeah that's I'll okay the picture back up. Um, I do think that that's something that could really be quite powerful in that because what because everything that you've suggested um, uh, when people apply it other stresses will still come up in say family relationships or financial challenge or the rest of it and I and I think oh that's why I was saying it sometimes she doesn't feel like she absorbs so she could be eating well yeah. and then she could be taking the supplement but because she's running late or stressed stressed yeah, and tired. this is like why well, I love you if you haven't listened to Damo talk about the crack your stress code uh, is it five levels six levels I love those five levels of stress four. you get four yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. making more every day <laughs> the, the four, like, we go through that in the double episode on 100 not out but um, even if you've got a number of ducks in a row Sometimes your whole paradigm for your day or for your approach to something can shift just by coming back within and taking those deep breaths. And then you do um, chew more slowly or, or have your food digested more easily or have your supplement and let it do what it's supposed to do mm. rather than rushing around and yes, you might be eating, eating well here and, and moving well there and all of the rest of it, but that concept of stress on absorption and assimilation and all of the rest of it um, must have a, a quite a profound impact, I would imagine. Because I'm guessing you have people come in that say, I'm doing all the right things, Damo. All the time. You know, I'm not getting yeah. the results that I want. That's right. Yeah, look, so many people feel in that regard disillusioned. And you and I know of some people yeah. that I've consulted with online before who have really struggled with the intervention of diet mm -hmm. uh, because you know, they see that they're doing everything right but still nothing seems to be working. And there's that fastidiousness, there's yeah. that, you know, over over analytic or even stressed out response to uh, and there's a know, cloud of stress hanging over all of those great habits you can do everything yeah. you want but stress undoes the lot yeah mm. absolutely yeah. it's um it's always a pleasure to hear your wisdom um i can't thank you enough for the way that you open up and um you might have felt like it was a vent but i think it's been incredibly educational and my view is demo that uh, a lot of people are going i'm really looking forward to coming to melbourne november 12 13 with you guys what exactly will we be doing? I think if you want to know exactly how it works it, uh, at 100 Not Out um, Live in Melbourne, look at the paradigm shifts that I think Damien invites because what you touch on, and you, I love your vents because they are mind benders. It's like, you know what, uh, and we, I've spoken to you about this recently, you might see on Facebook someone go, I've been feeling a little bit flat, so I went and did my green smoothie and my mindfulness and my gratitude journal and I meditated and then I did a downward dog, upside down fish, <laughs> Turned around, I saw got myself post. some, some flower essences, got some 28, then I got my changing habit, seaweed salt. Yeah. I snorted that up my nose, did a salt <laughs> flush with a colonic at the same time, took yeah. some forage, then went along, read a page of my wonderful um, wisdom book, and then I felt... Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And those types of rules for life just end up creating stress. That's intense. Um, but you have a great way of, of inviting a different way of thinking, which I think this has been incredible. So um, to find out more about what we're doing at 100 Not Out Live and you're looking for ways to shift your paradigm around things, if you know that you're doing a lot of the things right, but you find yourself constantly under stress, 
come to the stress buster. Come to the man that can help you truly crack your stress code and uh, learn how to truly live this 100 not out lifestyle that we do. So Damo, thanks again for your wisdom as always. Thanks, MP. For more information on this, go to 100notout.com. Join the conversation at Facebook or facebook.com forward slash 100notout. To find out more about the great man, go to damienchristoff.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until next time, continue as always to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.